to the Back Porch Conjure. I am Ifa Abeyo. First, I want to greet you. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a pillow, a chair. Hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold, a drink, something hot, some water, some tea, some juice. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I know this is going to step out of the comfort zone. I know this is going to sound like what the fuck is E5 Bayo talking about? Well, y'all, I'm coming here to confess. I really am. I'm coming here to confess. To let y'all know that 
I am jumping on this soft girl feminine train. I'm going to try it. Now, let me explain for some of y'all that don't know, right? Or never heard of it. Or you might have and kind of think, well, I don't know enough about it. Because I had to do research. I just don't follow the masses because when the M fall off, now you're following a bunch of asses. Nah, that's not me. I have always been the headstrong. I've always been the one that takes care of everything, even when I was married. I've never been the feminine one, right? I mean, yeah, I know how to put on lingerie. I fuck like a porn star. Like, all those things, those are great. But to be feminine, to allow someone to lead, to learn your love language, to, you know, accept gifts and, you know, compliments and softening your side, being approachable, um, just following your feminine, being a girl, liking pink and like blue and, you know, paisley, just being a girl. I ain't never been that. I'm going to tell you that. I am, Listen, I get hit on more by gay women. And it was funny because me and my godfather was talking. And he was like, you know, you got to be careful because, you know, women going to try to talk to you. And, you know, if you don't go that way and you try to say no and they come at you, you can't hit them. I had a good friend. Right. Real talk. I am. I'm the aggressive one. I'm the one that watches over everyone. I'm the one that will jump in a nigga face. I'm, I'm that chick, right? I never had in my whole entire life, I've never had a relationship where I can be the girl. I'm the accountant. I'm the therapist. I'm the mom. I'm the partner. I'm the one that, you know, if my husband, God bless the dead, either one of my husbands and, and boyfriends. I'm always the one that got to initiate things. I'm the one that will plan it. I'm the one. All they do is just throw the money. Like, here, you do it. So, I've always been the one that's been the head of the family. Right? So, when it's time for me to say, okay, let me give a man, um, you know, the reins. I I've never had that. Right? Now, I know it's foreign. To me, it's foreign. I don't know about y'all, but I'm I'm talking to my experience. It's foreign. Now, if I'm in a beef, I my husband, you know, my husband wore twelve X's. That nigga was showing up. I ain't even have to worry about that. If it was something I wanted to do, he'll be like, yo, do it here, how much you need. Like it was never babes, I got it. I got what you eating, I got like I I've never had that, right? I'm gonna be honest. Now I've dated men. But I've always been the headstrong. I've always been the leader. I'm the one. I normally go up to the guy. Like, yo, what's up? How, how we living? You you single? You you available? What's up? You got a baby mama that don't know y'all not together? Like, tell me what's up. You know, being approached and saying, hey, you know, what's your love language? Things like that. I've never had that. I'm going to be honest. I've never had that. I'm the one that, that's why when I say I've never been asked on a date. Now, mind you, I've been out. I've been out with men. My husband would take me out. But it's always, hey, babes, you see this place? I want to go. Come on. Let's go. So it's never been, yeah, yeah. I, let me tell you what I never had, right? And mind you, I'm not envious of, of no one. I'm not jealous of anyone. Nothing. I applaud that shit because I've never had it. And it's foreign to me where, baby, a nail appointment is at three. 
Your hair appointment is at 6. Everything's paid for. Your massage appointment is Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Um, I saw the dress that you saw. Yo, I brought it. It's in the closet. I'll be there to pick you up at 8. Or I'll send the car for you at 8. Be outside. I've never had that. You know, and I used to try to implement it because it was something at one time I thought I wanted it, right? But then I got so used to not having that that I just did it for myself, right? Or I would do it for my husband, Craig. You know, Ebaye because he passed away. Craig, your outfit is already laid out on the bed, and you know, uh, I'd be in the house. You know, after I went and got my hair done and everything, and come on, we're going to see this play. I've done that. I've never had that done to me. So I, I just settled. Like, it's never going to happen. But now, and also in the soft girl era, I follow a lot of men. Like, I take a lot of business, um, entrepreneur ideas, uh, content from guys. Right? I mean, like, I follow Charlemagne the God. I follow Dame Dash. I follow 50 Cent. I follow all these people and their concept of, right, of content, advertising, things like that. Because my hat is all over the place. What I haven't done is follow women. So now I am building up my roster of connecting to that feminine side. Um, building friendships with women. I can't base a friendship or a mishap that I had with a sister and make all women pay for that. No, that's not all women. So I always have to look at myself and see, am I approachable? Am I really tapping into my feminine side? You know, I can't blame what happened with me and some chick that two years ago, three years ago, that all women are like that. No, they're not. They're not. So building friendships, going out on dates, girl dates, you know what I'm saying? Having fun with my sisters. Um... You know, taking care of my health, making myself look pretty. You know, taking myself out once a month, buying myself flowers, lingerie. I love pajamas. Like, that's always been my thing. I can't stand to have on sweats and a t-shirt. They make pajamas for a reason. Sexual pajamas, sensual pajamas, feminine pajamas, all that. I love old navy pajamas. I love the way they have them. Sometimes I go to Wally World, aka Walmart, to see what they have. You know, I, I order things online that I see for sisters. So doing that, but taking care of my face, my skin, um, going to make sure I'm eating healthy, taking vitamins. I mean, I, I understand. Some of y'all may say, well, damn, you just now starting that? You should have been doing that. I've always been an aggressor. So, back to the story. Anyway, my good girlfriend, right? I love her to death. But when she first met me, she thought, you know, I was gay. And I was like, no. And one night, that's why I, I, I stay away from people that drink. One night, she was drinking, and she just kept on. Like, oh, you know you want this. You know you want this. She kept on, and I kept on telling her, yo, I don't play like that. Like, I don't. You know, I respect you. I respect your choices, your lifestyle, the whole nine. But Ma, I don't, don't do that. So she waited until everyone came around. And if she listens, you know I love her. She waited until everyone came around and she grabbed my ass. Like she palmed it. Bow. My first instinct, 
I followed it. I punched her the fuck out. Everybody's like, oh, man, D, what is wrong with you? And my ex-husband, he said, yo, she told y'all. That's not her. Like, you know, I am. I'm aggressive. I get it. You know, I, I'm hard. But I'm now tapping into that feminine side. I'm not gay. I don't have nothing against gay people. I love them. You know, I, but that's not me. I respect your life choice. That's your choice. And I respect it. I give you space so you can live the way you want to. I am not that way. You know, so the part I had with dealing with a lot of sisters that I gave them freedom to live their choice that they just assume, well, if she gave me that freedom, then she must be like that too. I need to take her out of the closet. I'm not in the fucking closet, cuckoo. So, you know, but now we are like so cool. We are, we are so cool. I didn't apologize. Let me let you know that. I didn't apologize. And I told her, yo, I'm not that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I give you space. I love you. But I'm not, don't, don't, don't force something on me that you want. Like, I get it. Nah, ma, that's not me. So I'm tapping into this feminine, soft girl, wearing light colors, you know, just being a female, fixing my face, taking care of my skin. I, listen, when I discovered body deodorant and uh, the yoni sting, that right there, you know, my kids was looking at me like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, we use lemon salt, okay. Like, I was raised on that. But this Yoni steam is kind of, I'm loving it. So, you know, I, I started that. I started with the Yoni oil. Um, you know, and I get it. You have, like, my GYN. I go and make sure I'm great and make a new appointment because, you know, the seasons change. I even redecorated my house, y'all. Like, yesterday. I did. I took the day. I redecorated. I got up in the morning. I changed everything around. I put up, you know, fans and flowers and you know, feminine stuff. Because you come in my house now, you know a woman lives here. It ain't no... Okay, before I was in the grandma phase. So everything in here was kid-oriented. Everything was kid-friendly. Now I'm in the feminine phase, and you could tell, a like today, right? Real talk. It's so funny. I, my stove was acting up, and my landlord called the guy to come and fix my stove, right? And I, I, I don't mess with gas. I don't know about y'all. I do not mess with gas. That is something I do not mess being a child that was traumatized in the house fire when we was young, I don't play that game. I do not play that game. I was never that kid like, yay, let's start fires because it hit different when you are in a fire. Like your mother is putting you in a blanket and putting you outside the window and you see a whole upstairs of your house torched. Yeah, that's not... we. Me, my brothers and sisters, we don't play that. We do not play fire. We do not. We don't. So when my godfather was telling me I have to always be careful of candles and stuff, and I was like, yo, you know, I, I always have to second, you know, like do a whole check. That's why I don't like talking to people when I'm getting ready to plan on going out because I have to do a, a self-check of my crib to make sure all candles are distinguished. And mind you, I don't like 50 million candles. I like candles for Egon, and I like my candles for my Arisha. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing all the extra. And it is two candles for the Arisha and two candles for Egum. 
That's it. I ain't no 50 million candles being lit in my house. We not lighting 90,000 candles for this one and this one. No. Everybody come together at the meeting place. Here's the light. Everybody over here come together at the meeting place. Here's the light. Now, unless there's a reading or something with specific Arisha, then I'm going to light that candle for that specific Arisha. But what I'm not going to do is have 50 million candles burning in my house. No. Nah. Mm -mm. My lights work. No. I'm good. I'm good. And if it has to be, you know, because some people go, oh, well, you have to have an everlasting light. Batteries work fine. And I will get that electric candle and put it there and be like, it is forever lit. They are forever having light. They didn't say fire. They said light. So he is the everlasting light. We are good. I changed the batteries. Like, for real. Because you have to be conscious. You can't be so narrow-minded that you put yourself and everything that's with you in harm's way. Like, for real. Think about that. It, when I'm in hotels and I know I'm there and I can't light a candle, I'm going to invest in the little electric lights and only use those when I'm out and light it for my ego. Here, here you go. They understand it's a light. I'm giving them light. When you are someplace and you can't light candles, that, that works. And I'm grateful for it. Sometimes we have to adapt. What happens? Because people are quick to say, oh, well, you can't do this. You can't do that. Oh, you have to do this. If I live in a one-bedroom apartment or if I'm renting a room and I need space, I, I can get a divider. And I'm going to pray and, and make sure they have so we can have a bigger space and they can have their own space. Real talk. But in this day and age right now, you have to go with what you can afford and what is accessible to you. Don't go and make, excuse me, these big different things and you wind up finding yourself in debt and in more trouble than you first started with. Common sense, people, for real. But anyway, back on. So I'm doing this soft girl, this female, tapping into my female energy and loving it now i did tell y'all and if you follow me and you've been following me i said 2023 is going to be different and i would love to see how we all end because none of us is going to leave out of this in one the same way we came in now how we started in 2023 and how we get ready to end this we're all coming out different people either we learned lessons or we paid for the shit that we did either way we all were infected with in fact, uh, we all felt the effects of whatever happened in this 2023. The young lady that faked the kidnap before she faked it, we all was with, oh my God, everybody share. The young lady that got hit in the face with a brick. Um, Christian and, and Rock, the blue-faced people, we done seen how trans and, and women have... Instead of banding together to help each other, we have stopped going to war with each other. Now we're doing the monkey shit. And, the, and now we're pitting against Erica Mena and Spice. And, you know, it's just, it's all of these things. It may not be in our neighborhood, but we feel the effect. We feel some kind of way. Because seven is emotional. And we've all been in and out of our emotional bag. So what I'm trying to say is, whether emotions, whether aggression, whether it is, 
it's really time to tap into the mother source. It's time to start healing those wound traumas. And it's time to start doing that shadow work of what's keeping you from being all feminine and tapping into that energy. You know, I, I love, um, she's the sister I follow on Instagram, right? She's the trap witch. And she's really been tapping into her feminine, like showing her whole body and, you know, embracing her whole self. Even her raunchy, her her realness, her authentic. And she's been showing like pictures of her in her lingerie and all of that. And it's beautiful. Like I even played Janelle Monet's Queen, right? With Erica Badu. She made she's been making videos for women. And showing our bodies and our curves and welcoming our ourselves, you know, our complete self, even our flaws, you know, your wrinkles, your dips, your hips, your, your, your little, your little, your little extra weight, your little belly fat, you know, because I always tell everybody, I got a stomach and good pussy need a hood. So we, I got to always keep it covered. Yeah, that, that's this radio. That's this podcast today. I'm letting y'all know that. You, you got to tap into all of that. And I know it's foreign because it's foreign to me. Yesterday while I was in the laundry. Yeah, I go wash clothes, right? Yesterday I was in the laundry and this beautiful brother was in there. And I'm like, wow. I had to, with my grandson, he had to tell me like, grandma, you need to be more approachable because my face. Like I look at people and in my head, I'm thinking, I'm nice, but when you look at me, it's like, don't come over here with that bullshit. And I have to work on that. You know, I got to learn how to allow people to approach me. And it wasn't the first time I ever heard that. Now, I kind of knew the brother looked because when my grandson was outside and he was like, nah, that's my grandmother. And he was like, yo, she's pretty. Like, thank you. But I understand I have to work on being approachable. I have to work on you know, my, my facial features. It's not always, it's not always good to have resting bitch face. I mean, it works, but it's not always good. It's not, you know, um, joining the dating scene. Ah, if it happens, it happens. I'm not in a rush because I'm still, um, really enjoying being feminine, like really exploring this. I want to be a soft girl. Um, you know, taking myself out on dates and, but see the part, not even, but the part is I don't have a problem with going out to a restaurant with myself. And I, even if y'all listen to, you know, previous podcasts, I was at Applebee's and I took myself out and even the server was like, no one's with you. And I was like, no, I'm taking myself out to lunch. And she was like, yo, you are bold. I could never do that. And while she was searching everybody else, I guess she was telling them. And these three guys that were over there, he came over there to me. And he was like, kudos to you. Like, I'm loving that. And, you know, a lot of people get fearful. Or they don't want no one to know, like, oh, if I look like I'm taking myself out. I've heard a lot of people say, you know, in the comments when I spoke about it, were like, oh, it... it gives off the vibe of, you know, you being desperate or thirsty or, you know, like no one wants to talk to you. And I'm like, no, no, that's not it. Like, come on, let's change the narrative. You know, um, dating, I'm not going to say dating is hard because I have an 80-year-old client 
And when I tell you she's living her best life and she enjoying this, baby, baby, like for real. I, I've met sisters that are in their 60s and they're getting married and they found the man that completes them, that uh, knows their love language, all of that. And I've also met sisters. And there's a sister I just started following where she got divorced, she has kids, and she met this beautiful guy. You know what I'm saying? That treats her like she's like the goddess. And I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say dating is hard. It's what you put into it and what you are willing to accept and the things of what you're tolerating and what you're not. You know, if you don't want discount prices and you don't want a discount nigga, then don't shop at Walmart. Go where you feel you need to be appreciated. Now, 50 million people may say, oh, well, bitch, you don't look like you belong in Balenciaga. Go back to Walmart. Then you need to look at them and say, uh, boo, you don't belong here because <laughs> I do. Like, you have to also build up your self-esteem, your self-confidence. It's okay to wear, you know, colors. Building up a signature scent. I'm learning that. Like, playing with perfumes. Like, I I've always loved a good smelling man. You know, I've never had, never have I had a man to say, babe, I love the way this smells. This is yours. Like, I love this. And, you know, and don't give me that, well, certain smells don't go with my chemistry. Find your signature smell. I would, with my husband and the guys that I was dating, I would go with them when they go cologne shopping and be like, oh, nah, babes, this smells good on you. And because I love scents. I love a good smelling man. Now I need to find my scent because I've, I've invested in so many different people. Now I'm bringing that energy back home. I'm investing in me. Everything is E5 Bayo now. When it, what? I'm not even trying to be a hot girl. I'm not trying to be an old girl. I'm not trying. I'm just being me. I am embracing all of this. All the pounds, all the extra weight, everything I am embracing, I am fully enjoying, I am accepting, I am not here for your validation, I'm already validated. When I came out my mother's hoo-ha, I was validated, because I have a birth certificate, we get to prove it, I know who I am. So when I walk in the door, I'm not worrying about do I fit in, y'all need to worry, do y'all fit in with me? Now I'm okay with... Not being everybody's cup of tea. I don't need to be. I'm okay with not being on everybody's table. I don't need to be. And I'm okay with those people that don't want to be undermined. I'm good with that. Because your tribe and your vibe, they all click together. So I got that as well. The part now is to working on the inner and the outer. Taking that beauty that's on the inside. You know how when people go, oh my God, you got a good heart. Good. I need that heart to radiate all outside of me now. I need to show it. It's no more hiding behind the curtains and ducking down and saying, no, 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 I don't want to be in the front. No, <laughs> you asking me, I am here. How you doing? Hey, yes, all of me, all of me. If Cardi B hasn't showed y'all anything, she has showed y'all that transformation is real. I can come from off of the pole to now I'm owning the company and I'm coming being my authentic self. That's it. That's all. Those people with the Oscars and the Grammys and all that, no, they weren't ready for Cardi B. But guess what? She didn't go into the room saying, I wonder, do they like me? She went in the room saying, uh, I wonder, do I like all y'all bitches? How are you doing? Hi. And that's how she, and I, I love her for that. Now, is it cool to put all your business out there in the street with your, with your relationship? 
Well, sometimes it's great to be transparent. Sometimes it is. It, it's a twofold. It can work against you and it can work for you. It all depends on how you see your situation. Now, of course, you're going to have the naysayers. You're going to have people that are like, oh, that's some bullshit. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to be a hard bitch until I die. I'm that bitch. That's great. If you are there, great. But see, what I've also learned is that I'm not allowing no one to fuck up my day. I don't care if you got the musky, aggravating day. Cool, boo. You sit with that. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm not sitting at the pity party. Listen, when you ready to share, sus or homeboy, you ready to share, you ready to come out of that dangy dark room, hit me up. But until then, I'm over here in this pink pastel. I'm I'm doing the inky tab. I, I want to be colorful. I want to be bright. But I'm going to let you know, boo, we ain't taking that mess neither. Now, if, if I'm having a good day, you should have one, too. Let it be contagious. But if not, don't come over here fucking up my day. And guess what? If I'm having a bad day, I ain't going to come and fuck up yours. If I see yours winning and I'm clapping for you, I'm not coming over here to rain on your parade. I'm not coming. Pick your battles and pick your time and place when you're ready to do the fuck shit. I'm, I, I know. No, if I know I'm in a bad mood and I'm in a bad space, boo, I need a few days. Let me go through this. That's it. Respect my boundaries. That's all. Even in the relationship, I know being married when, listen, when they was, they was doing my time, right? My godmother and they thought that was so horrible. They would be like, oh, you take care of your man. I was a wife. I, I'm supposed to. That, that, he took care of me. My lights was never cut off. I didn't get evicted. So he took care of me. So what the fuck? Ain't it supposed to be too? Like, okay, I'm not trying to live a hard girl life. Like, No. I got granddaughters. I want them to see how it is to have, oh, they, I want them to see how a woman can love a man and how a man can love a woman. I, I want them to see that. I want them to see that your life is not over once you pass 45. I want them to see that you still can have a soft girl life. You can be that bitch, but you also can be feminine about it. You can be that entrepreneur, that spiritualist. You can be all of that. I'm not living under the old attitude. Oh, my God, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I got the meal, the motherfucking side dish, the cold plate, all of that. Because I earned it. I earned it. Now, I'm not going to be that, oh, all work and no play. Nah, I'm going to play and work. I can have it all. I can. If, if nobody else has showed y'all, don't y'all see? We're going to go through bumps and bruises. We're going to go through obstacles. We're going to go through all of that shit. How you go through it, how you face it, tells you everything. Now, if I'm going to fold and cry and fall under pressure and complain, then it's not meant for me. The same way, when I told everybody, hey, y'all, I'm retiring from reading cards. Uh, what? Oh, my God, no. I've been doing it for 29 years. If there's no elevation and there's no growth and there's nothing new to go, I, I got it in the room. They brung me in the room. My cards got me in the room. What's next? Oh, there's a plethora of things that I can do. Not just cards. And not just making oils and candles. No, think outside the box. Stop limiting yourself. But in the process, take care of yourself. You can do all of that. And don't tell me, oh my God, there's no time in the day. There's no rush. What, what are we rushing for? See, once you... When I was 20, 25, man, I was rushing. Rushing going where? That's why my old dude speaks of patience now that i'm older 
I have patience. Patience is a virtue. I got patience. You're going to be in a rush. Okay, go ahead. I'll meet you there. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to make sure I have what I need. I'm going to make sure I'm in the headspace. I'm going to make sure that I can make sure I, you know, make sure everybody else is comfortable. But first myself, my homegirl taught me something that I started implementing. I used to always tell people, I love you. I love you. She hit me one day with, I love me, but I love you too. And I'm like, well, why do you say it? She said, I can't ever ignore me. So I love me first and I love you. I thought that was so amazing. So I started today. When me and her got the phone, I said, I love me and I love you. She was like, I love me more and I love you more. And we ended it. And it was so beautiful. It was so refreshing to say, I, I'm not going to forget me. I'm not going to forget me. I'm no longer in the back burner. I'm not going to pour into people and not pour into myself. I always got to make sure my glass is full. Anything that runs outside of my cup, I can give away. But I'm also make sure my shit is full and my shit is tight. If I'm not working at 100%, my battery ain't at 100, I'm not coming. I'm not going. I No, baby, I'm not coming. I'm not at 100%. I can't give you something that I'm not even giving myself. No, no. I'm telling you, this feminine, soft, working through the girl, it's new, it's foreign, but I'm always up for a challenge. I am. It's that Aries in me. I'm up for a challenge. I'm up for learning new things. I am so open and willing of just being feminine. Of being that girl of saying, I see me. I don't need you to see me. I see me. I see the flaws. I see the the everything. The good, the bad, the ugly, the indifference. And it was a confirmation. It was such refreshing because when you know I love I, I love it when I'm around my godfather and them and having conversations. I, I respect him so much. And he was like you know, you gotta, you gotta accept those flaws. Like you gotta accept everything about you. And, you know, for the longest, I I wouldn't, I would, when I was big, I would crack on myself first. So if you laughing, now you're laughing with me. I don't want you to laugh at me. I want you to laugh with me. So I'll be walking in like the fat bitch here, hide the wings, you know, so I would talk about myself. So this way, I didn't have to worry about nobody. If you come in with your jokes or whatever, people wouldn't laugh because they were like, oh, shit, we said that shit about herself. You know how she is. She crazy. So, you know, and then if it was something to be out in the limelight, like, nah, I wouldn't take pictures. You couldn't. There's not a lot of pictures of me back in the day because I didn't think I was pretty. I didn't think, you know, that I was pretty enough to be in the front. I knew I wasn't ugly, but I wasn't that girl to be in the front like nah i would leave that for everybody else you know and no matter how many people would be like oh my god you're so pretty but it came with you're pretty for a black girl you're pretty to be dark skin oh look at your hair you got pretty hair to be a black girl like what the fuck so instead of me just answering i just played the background i i had the dudes that i wanted you know but i played the background if I see something I want, I go in and get it. Like, yo, what's up, play? What's up? We seeing tonight? Or yeah, okay. And that was it. I pursued my husband's. Like, yo, what's up? We talking? What's up? I'm coming to your house. For real? Yeah, I'm a, I'm serious. I'm gonna be there. And I, I show up. And he'd be like, yo, you crazy. Nah. And I was the one. Even when it came to sex. Like, yo, we fucking? We, we fucking tonight? Like, yo, I'm a, I'm gonna meet you. I remember this dude. 
my mother, oh my God, she got a kick out of that shit. This dude named Michael, right? I met him in the church. And I was like, yo, man, I'm sending. I text him, right? That's when we had beepers. I beeped him. And, you know, if I gave you that 411, that means, yo, call me. And he had called me. I was like, yo, I'm sending 57. Used to be the cab and Big D's. God bless his dad. I was like, yo, I'm sending 57 to pick you up. He's going to bring you to the hotel. And, yo, I'm going to meet you there. And I'm sitting in the in the chair in the hotel. I tell you no lie, right? And I'm like, yo, make me want you. Because right now I don't want you. And I had him dancing, doing all kinds of shit. And I wound up sleeping with him. And then I threw like $40 on the bed. 5'7 was out there to pick me up and take me home. And that was it. He was hitting everybody out. Like, he was in front of my house. And my mother was like, I don't know what you did to that boy. But that boy, is you done made that boy go crazy. Look at him. And I would walk past him and not even say nothing to him. Like, I'd speak to anybody else and, you know, I'd be walking past. He should be like, yo, what's up? What you? Because to me, I'm like, in my head, right? This was in my head. I'm cute, but I'm not that cute. So if I treat you like a dude, like how a nigga treat a girl, then you will like me more. But now if I got to do all that, I, I really don't want to talk to you. So, and I, I did. I stopped him one day and I was like, yo, you know, my homegirl won't talk to you. I'm not really the girl for you. So keep it moving, but respect. And I moved on. Like, that was it. Next thing I knew, he was talking to my homegirl Muffin. And I was like, she was like, you mad? I was like, nah. It was like, yo, it was a rap. Like, you know, I had it when I had them, and that was it. So it was always that. I've, I've not had, like, to be the feminine girl. So it is foreign. I know it's going to take time because I've been this way for the longest, and change is different. It's scary. It's foreign. And, you know, it's a little bit intimidating. I'm going to be honest. You know, I, I'm used to wearing dark green, blue, you know, not black, like brown, like, you know, dark colors or, or neutral colors. To wear pastel and colorful, it's different. It's different. It's di I love red, but, you know, it's different. It's different. So, I'm, I'm tapping into that. Like, I would go and get green for colors. Never pink or like a fuchsia or... A, you know, like a, a girly girl color. I, I've never had that. You know, oh, I get like a, a pedicure and a manicure and just get clear, not color. Like, I'll be like, nah, clear. Just put the nails on. Don't give me no color. I love nail art, though. You know, back in the day when I sang with my homegirl, Erica, she, Erica is like the feminine I've ever met. Like, oh, she does letter writing. She has, oh, my God. Like, she is, and I'm tapping into that as well, you know. And Erica goes and get her nails done, her nail art. She went and got, you know, she's one of my tarot cards. She went and got her whole portfolio, her pictures done with her being um, semi-nude, like, painted on. Like, Erica has. Erica has tapped in, and her and her husband have a beautiful life. So, and like I said, I don't want what no one else wants have. That's because I don't know what you went through to get what you got. And I may not be willing to go through that. Real talk. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. I want what E5 Bale wants. I want what Donna wants. I want the package that I, that the creator, that Egon, that Orisha, that Oshun designed for me. 
and I'm ready to step in to receive it. But I know it has to come with work. Work on self, holding myself accountable, being consistent, letting go of past traumas, not blaming the world because somebody, one person, an individual hurt me and not being that same person that allowed that hurt to happen. Because you, you can't just look at, oh, wow, the act. You got to also look at yourself because you allowed it. And I'm not talking about, oh, because I know what some of y'all get. Well, what about when if you were abused when you were a kid? I'm a child. I didn't know no better. We got to heal that as well. No, I'm not saying that you allowed it and fuck those people that took advantage of you as a child. But we got to heal that. We have to heal that part. And we have to let it go for yourself. And if it's too much, therapy works. Active therapy so many people go to therapy and they just go use it because they don't have no friends and they use it as a gossiping session. No, active therapy, active. That means participating, sharing what is going through with you. I love my therapist. I love therapy. It works. I love shadow work because it makes you look at shit like you like, wow. And the best show that's dealing with shadow work is that movie, where this, the father comes home from prison and the daughter has to deal with all of her shadow stuff. And it is, it's on, if I'm not mistaken, Hulu or Netflix, but I think it's Hulu that it's on. Um, but it, it's really, it's really a good fucking show. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's a good show. Um, and it talks about how all the things that happened to her young, where it affected even her relationships with her dad, you know, my pops was a great dad for me. And I, you know, I always tell people I don't have daddy issues when it comes to, I don't need a man to be my father because I had that. Right. And I'm grateful for that where my father would take me out and open the doors and, you know, open the doors for me. And, you know, we'd go to restaurants and he'll, you know, pull the chair out for me and I'll sit down. So things like that, taking me to different places. I get that. And my pops used to always say, and I think that's the part that hurt me growing up because my father used to always say the man can promise you the sun and the moon but make sure you have the stars in your pocket so whether a man would do it for me or not i'm gonna get it done and i didn't give a man a chance to get it done because i rushed into getting it. i told you when i was young i didn't have patience so if there was something i wanted if i needed a pair of sneakers or if i wanted to go somewhere i got it done because my father embedded that in me. The man can have the sun and the moon. You better make sure you got the stars in your pocket. Well, it's good in theory, and it is good to make sure you have your own and you build your foundation. But you don't have time to, you, you kind of take away from the person that is going to do something for you. You know, um, I didn't like surprises. You know, if somebody threw me a surprise party, I'd beat everybody up in there. Like, what? I remember my mother threw me the surprise party. And I picked the cake up and went down in the projects and ate the cake with my friends because I was like, y'all don't even hang with none of these people. The sad part is, once again, you got to have the, the stars in your pocket. I never gave people a chance, you know, because I was such in a rush. I, I wanted what I wanted. I wanted it now. 
Like, and it, you know, it's kind of sad. So now I'm giving people grace. I'm giving people a chance. I am giving the reins over. If you want to go out, great. Pick the date and the time. But what we're not going to do is you're not going to see me and meet me Monday and then be like, oh, Monday night we're going out. No, I'm, I'm not thirsty. And you shouldn't be so quick to jump in. No. Email me or text me or call me to schedule a time and a place and the designation of pickup or whatever. You can send an Uber for me. Things like that. We're, we're, doing, we're doing these new things. And just getting in your soft girl, your soft, tapping into the feminine aspect of things. And not being so emotionally overbearing. You know, I get it. We have emotions. We tap into them. We want to feel pretty. We want to feel, we're going to feel all these things. Feeling it and releasing it, not holding on to it. If we are doing solutions, I don't need to keep on having a conversation four months later about something that happened. Either you let it go or what's really holding on. Because if we can't deal with it and find a solution where we both come to terms. We can agree to disagree. We can decide we don't need to be around each other. That's great. Either which way. But both parties should be in an agreeable state. And if we are in a relationship, there's no, I'm not talking to you. I'm going to give you a moment to calm head because cooler heads prevail. But what we're not going to do is just start throwing shit away and moving out. No, let's get to the base of the matter. Let's figure out what's going on. And if we both decide, listen, this is no longer working, let's leave each other amicably alone instead of throwing subs and daggers and doing all of that because that shit is childish. You know, the brother I was talking to, I'm like, listen, we we have reached this plateau. You don't need to hit me up. You don't need to talk to me. You don't need to do none of that. Like, it, it's a wrap. It ran this course. Say less. So, more. You know, because now I'm being petty. And then I, I thought about it. And I was like, listen. At the end of the day, we're both adults. You don't need to stalk my page. I definitely don't need to stalk yours. Have a beautiful life. And... I wish you the best in whatever whatever road or whatever journey you decide to go on. And that was it. Block, delete. I don't need to look at old text messages. I don't need to look at old pictures. Have a beautiful life. And move on. Move on. You know? But you'll know when things are over. And believe it or not, it was over, I want to say, about five months ago. So, it was over. It, it was over then. So... You know, just coming to the realization of still uh, being accessible. Why? For what? For what? You know, I, I'm, I don't have the Stockholm Syndrome. We're, we're, I'm not going to hold on and be like, oh, my God, we're still going to be friends. For what? That journey of our life moved on. And don't hit me with, well, adults, you know, you still can be friends with people. Listen, if I see you in passing, I'm not going to be disrespectful. Hey, how you doing? How's everything? Okay. And that is it. But I'm not going to break my neck to be like, hey, what you doing? Oh, my God. Remember we used to do this? No. Uh, no, 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 no. That, it doesn't make sense to me, you know. And it, you have to know when to leave things in the past and move forward, releasing it. And moving forward. That's a part of the soft girl era as well. Clearing off the runway. 
You can't have blessings and you can't have new experience if your shit is still cluttered with everything that you want to hold on to. Clear all that shit off. You know how it felt to go through my phone and start deleting numbers and pictures and things of people? Even when I go through memories, it is so much more I can put up. But I don't even deal with those people, so why am I putting up those memories? Delete them. Why? Why? Now, on the Facebook page, I have all the old pictures of people and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, that's Facebook. That's social media. But in my personal life, phone, iPad, uh numbers all that it's deleted what why why it's a memory great it happened it's no longer clear it off clean runaway clean 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 streets so new make room for new things since why i changed everything around in my house start moving things out of the way getting rid of things clean space new energy autumn is coming i'm mean, gonna fall is coming autumn changes of leaves summer is leaving that new energy. Let's do it. Let's do it. Love y'all. Stay straight. And hope y'all decide. If you do, give me updates. I love to see how your soft girl journey is going or tapping into your feminine side. And men, take notes. Take notes, brothers. Take notes. Take notes of even if your wife or your girl or your significant other is tapping into her feminine side, take notes of that. Ask how you can be supportive, for real. Don't stop her. Don't talk about her. Don't gossip about her. Don't even make fun of her. Just ask her, how can I be supportive in your journey? And if she say nothing, not, not now, I'm good, then respect that. And sit back and enjoy the new, the new her, for real. I love y'all. Stay strong.